me. Governor Romney wins that one uh, fairly handily. But uh, President Obama has the likability factor going for him. He pulls much stronger than the governor does on that one. Is either of those predictive? You know, they're both predictive, and they both kind of describe the election. How both gentlemen should play this out is a fascinating question. My view is that probably we all do better playing off our strengths. Uh, that would be for Mitt Romney, rather than trying to be likable suddenly in his speech, really hammering home the economy and why he thinks he can do a better job than Barack Obama. And then the president next week, I mean, does he give a likability speech? Well, you know, that's his strength. So presumably he just has to be himself because he's been himself over the last four years. And the one thing we see in the data is Barack Obama is substantially more likable based on what voters tell us than his opponent, Mitt Romney. Frank Newport, he is the editor-in-chief at Gallup. There's more of our weekly segment that we do them. It's called Attitude Check. You can find it on our website. It's marketplace.org. Frank, thanks a lot. My pleasure. Traders broke out of their haze and decided to do something at the corner of Wall Street and Broad today. Sadly, it was selling. Mostly we'll have the details when we do the numbers. Item one, as we set up this next story, the cost of college is going up, as we've heard. Item two, the unemployment rate for young people in this country, 16 to 19-year-olds specifically, is almost triple the national rate. So it's not all that surprising that some of those young people are passing up college and the debts that come with it, and instead trying to find new ways into the workforce. And some companies are welcoming them with open arms. The Northern California utility Pacific Gas and Electric, among them, in part because half of PG&E's workforce could retire in the next five years, an exodus that's being called the silver tsunami. As part of our series Clocked In about young workers finding jobs, Youth Radio's Jalen Burns reports. Straighten your leg, drop into it, put your foot right down there by the stripe. Concentrate on that technique. That's Ray Atkinson playing the role of professor at a pole climbing yard in Oakland, California. He's pretty much training his replacement. I've worked at PGD for 35 years, so I've been climbing poles since 1980. And technically, I could retire anytime after January 1st. Atkinson has a mustache, hard hat, and deep voice. He's your typical Bob the Builder. His student, Olutunji Lawrence, is a skinny teenager, inching up a utility pole for the first time. He's just six feet off the ground and struggling. Right there, I want you to drop straight into that pole. There you go. That's what we're looking for. Now, you can lean out this side. <laughs> there you go. Lawrence is 19 and the youngest in his class. The goal of this training is jobs. That's why PG&E calls it the power pathway. It's cool. They prepare you really well for it. You never go in up blind. Lawrence graduated high school last year. He says most of his friends went on to four-year colleges like UC Berkeley and UC Santa Barbara. He considered college, but instead decided to focus on a job because he knows people with master's degrees who still can't find work. If I can get a job now and work towards that education, that's a great position to be in instead of having to go through four years of college and owe a whole bunch of money and have no way to pay for it. If Lawrence finishes his nine-week boot camp, PG&E says he'll be a top-tier candidate for a job. Jeff Wilding is a director of electric operations training. He says trainees like Lawrence are a lot like minor league baseball players. The analogy is really that if you go recruit somebody out of high school or college on a baseball team, they have to go through that whole farm system before they can get to the major leagues. Linemen, in this case, being the major league. Those are our pros. 
There are a ton of steps to reach the pros, but even the starting job pays forty-seven thousand dollars. If all goes well, Lawrence could be earning a hundred thousand dollars by the time he's twenty-four. So, what's the catch? If they can't do it safely, we really can't afford to have them with us. Wilding calls the power pathway a win-win. It benefits PG&E because they're able to test out job seekers before they apply, and for job seekers, the trainings are free, fast, and could lead to a lucrative career. So, what's the catch? We get lots and lots of applications. A recent job posting for pre-apprentice lineman positions was only open for five days. Thirteen thousand people applied, and we have sixty jobs this year. Which makes PG&E about forty times more selective than UC Berkeley, at least until the silver tsunami takes its course. In Oakland, I'm Jalen Burns for Mark.